Hello, and welcome to Lessons with Dad. I'm here with my daughter, Ruthie. Hi. And we are continuing our series on personal finance, and we're using as our guide the book by Ramit Sethi, I Will Teach You to Be Rich. And we've talked about what he means by rich here, the rich life, not gaining millions of dollars, but there are things that can impact how much wealth and what you can do to lead a rich life. And today's topic is is really important in, in setting you up for success. So Ruthie, we're going to talk today about credit, credit scores, credit reports, all those things. Does your credit score, do you think your credit score really matters? Yes. Why do you think so? Um, it can help you like be better off financially. And how, how does it help you be better off? Um, cause people actually look at it, like how you spend your money. They do. They do. And we're going to learn all about who looks at it and why they look at it and why it's important, but you're exactly right. And you took an interesting class at school while you're in high school that taught you a lot about, and it surprised me because we started going over this and preparing and I asked her some questions and bam, she knew the answer, but even better than I did on a couple of things. So what class did you take in high school? What did they teach you? It was financial math. And what, what did they go over? They, they, they went over a lot of life less things about personal finance, didn't they? Yeah. Like taxes, buying a house, buying a car. And credit. Yeah. What'd they teach you about credit? What do you remember? Um, we learned about like a credit card, a debit card, like bank accounts, and then credit score. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, we're going to go over and we're going to dive deep into credit scores, credit history. Do you know the difference between what your credit score is and what your credit report is? Um, isn't a credit report like a detailed summary and then a score is just like, uh, it summarized up into like a number. That's exactly right. We're going to talk about that because some people may not understand the difference in how they're used and how they're related to one another. So we'll get in there. Well, well tell me this. Why do you need good credit? Why should people care? There's benefits. What are those benefits? There's like perks you can have. Mm, there are perks. We're going to talk about what those are. There, there are. We're going to go into it. It makes a big difference. Well, if you remember, Ramit, and, and I think it was in our last episode, he had his 10 rules to live a rich life. Which one of those really applies to today's topic? Um, his second rule focusing on the big wins. Right. What, what was that? Describe how that works. The big wins. Um, there's some actions that can have an outsized impact. Mm. So credits, one of those levers that can have a large impact on your wealth. We'll talk about how that, how that is. So people ignore something so simple, so basic that it just doesn't seem important. What is that? Their credit. Credit is one of the most vital factors in building wealth because it's hard to wrap our heads around it and we overlook it. It's time to pay attention. That's right. It is time to pay attention. So think about it this way. Our, and, and this is why it's important, Ruthie. This is what we were talking about. This is why this is very important. If 
Our largest purchases are always made on credit. People with good credit. So what, what are the big purchases that we make in life? What are the big things that you think about when you want to use credit for something? A house. That's right. A house or a car, a car, maybe some property you want, something big. Those are hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more. And since you're making those purchases on credit, people with good credit, the benefit and why we should all care, they get lower interest rates and that can save them tens of thousands of purchases, tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands over the lifetime of that purchase. That's a lot of lattes, <laughs> right? You could buy a lot of lattes. Don't, and, and that's why Ramit says, don't focus the, the big wins. Don't focus on cutting you know, simple, enjoyable things like a $5 latte out of your day, focus on saving $100,000 on the cost of your house when you buy it by getting good credit. And your credit score has the ability to have major impact on your finances. That's why understanding and manage your credit is so important. Why your credit matters. You have access to more money. That's right. So not only can you can have you have when you have good credit people will loan you more money that makes sense right good lower interest rates that's right and saving money throughout your life yeah those are good reasons uh, you want access to more money you want to pay lower interest and you want to save thousands of dollars so ruthie th this is an important topic who looks at your credit um, leaders and banks. Well, that's like your current lenders. So that's your current lenders and banks look at it. So the people, for example, if you have a credit card, they're going to look at it regularly. Why do they want to look at it? Why do your current lenders, the people that you have loans with want to look at your credit? To see if you're like reliable. Maybe? That's right. So they already have made a judgment in giving you, giving you a line of credit, maybe on a credit card, but they want to see if something dramatic changes. And if there's a huge impact, or they might want to see if you've gone through a bankruptcy to know if there's a risk to you as a customer. So your current lenders, who else is going to look at it? Potential creditors. That's right. People you might want to get a new loan from. And potential landlords. What? A potential landlord? If you're going to look and get an apartment, they might look at your credit score. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> I did not. So you, here you go. You're trying to get an apartment. You have this wonderful new place as a young professional you want to move into. If you've got terrible credit, they may decide not to rent to you. That's a little scary, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it is. Who else is going to look at it? Insurance companies. Sure. They might decide to charge you more. Who else? Um, employers. That's right. So if you, and this is potential, I don't think they do it while you're working there, but if somebody's going to hire you, they may check your credit. Why do they want to do that? Mm, maybe to see like past jobs or like. Well, they can't see past jobs. What are they going to see? Mm, I mean, nothing that would like affect them. Well, they might think, how responsible of a person are you? Do you pay your debts? Right? If you're going to hire somebody, you want people that are reliable, that do what they say they're going to do and pay their debts. And so that's why a potential employer may look at your credit history. 
do you want somebody that uh, to work for you that has a ton of past doing is in financial distress? No. No. So it could affect whether you get a job or not. Who else? Utility companies. That's right. If you have poor credit, a utility company may require you to put a deposit down. So Sarah Jane, my daughter, middle daughter, she went and uh, got an apartment during college to live in. They put the water bill in their name. She had to pay a deposit just to get the water turned on. If I would have opened it in my name, they probably would have said, oh, no, no deposit required. So based on your credit history and credit score, not that she has a bad credit history, she just doesn't have credit history. And so that's why it's important to build history and get that. Who else? Um, debt collectors and government agencies. That's right. So a lot of people can look at your credit and you can see who is requested to look at your credit report by look, by requesting a copy. We'll talk about that later, how you get a copy of it. And there's a section in your credit report called the inquiries section. And so you can see who is pulled and looked at your credit report by looking at that and it might be interesting to know who's been taking a look. All right, here we go. What's the next section, Ruthie? There are two major components of your credit. All right, and what are those? Credit report and credit score. All right, so many people, when you look at these, you knew the difference, but many people use those terms interchangeably. Credit report and credit score are the same, but they're not the same. Your credit report, just like you said, is a detailed account of your credit history. It's a summary, It's but it's detailed. Goes through all, we'll go over what's in it. Your, well, your credit score is a single three-digit number that signifies your credit worthiness. So it's important. One is a summary and it goes through all the details of your credit history. And then another is just a single number. So let's start with the credit report. So Ruthie, what is contained in your credit report? Basic identification. Right. So all the information about you, who you are, all that. That's why when people ask for your social security number, you better know they're getting ready to pull a credit report, typically. A list of all your creditors. That's right. Whoever you have credit, if you have a loan from someone, if you have a credit card, anything you have, current and past, it's going to be on there. Um, who you've paid and how consistently. That's right. That's important. Any late payments? Mm-hmm. Amount of loans you owe? So, right. Not only is it going to say that you owe money to these people or have loans, it's going to say how much do you owe them. So, if you have a loan for $100,000 for a new condo that you bought, it's going to list that your loan is, not only do you have a loan, but it's going to say how much it is. All right? Bankruptcy history. All right. If you've had a bankruptcy, it's going to show up lawsuits. Yes. If somebody sued you and you are required to pay them money, it's going to show up there. Um, anyone else who has requested your credit information? That's right. So to have your credit inquiries, like we already talked about, all that information can be in there and all that information. And that is the only information that's used to determine your credit score. So that detailed credit report with all of that information then these credit reporting agencies take all of that information, summarize it into one single number. 
to improve your credit score, you need to improve the information on your credit report. That's right. You can't improve your credit without improving your credit report, right? You can't improve your credit score because it's going to use the information on the report. And remember, your credit score is a single number and it represents your credit worthiness or how likely you are to pay back a loan. So there are several types of credit scores. There are a bunch out there, but the most common, and this is the credit score now, is a FICO score. And a FICO score is a particular brand of credit scores. It's the most common. It's the only one we're going to talk about today. Uh, there are others, but they're, they're mi minor players. So the F credit, the FICO score or FICO credit score is a number that's used to predict how likely you are to pay back a loan on time. And credit scores are used by companies to make de decisions. We've talked about that uh, before they offer you a mortgage or a credit card. And they're also used to determine the interest rate you receive on a loan or a credit card, right? And they, they help set the credit limit. So FICO stands for the Fair Isaac Corporation, F-I-C-O, Fair Isaac Corporation. And they were a pioneer in developing and calculating credit scores. Uh, so they're the main one. There are others, but they're the main ones. And who they report their numbers to different credit reporting agencies. So FICO is a brand of score. And then there's the agencies and there are three major agencies. Ruthie, what are the three major credit reporting agencies? Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. That's right. Those are the three major reporting uh, agencies, and then they will report out to whoever. So people will get subscriptions with them so that they can access credit reports, credit, credit card companies, uh, mortgage companies, banks all use one of those, typically one of those three to get a number. And typically it's going to be the FICO score. So there are five components to your FICO credit score. And again, we're only talking about FICO. There are other things that are used to calculate it, but in FICO, Ruthie, let's go through each of the five and how they're set up and how these five categories are used to determine your credit score. What are they? 35% is payment history. Wow. That's a big number. 35%. All right. What's next? 30% is amounts owed. All right. 15% is length of credit history, 10% is new credit, and the other 10% is credit mix. All right. So those are the things. We're really going to talk about the top three because they make up 80% of your credit score. And if you want to affect your credit score, you've got to, or build credit, those are the things that you really want to focus on to get a good credit score. So what are the ranges in FICO, the lowest to the highest that you can have in your FICO score, Ruthie? And this is one of those areas that I didn't know the low to the high. Ruthie quoted it. Bam. She knew those numbers immediately. I was quite impressed. So what are those numbers? The range is from 300 to 850. All right. 300 and to 850. What does each score mean? How do I know if I have a good or a bad score? A bad score is 300 to 629. All right. So that's a big range. 300 to 629 is a bad score. What's next? A fair score is 630 to 689. Okay. And what's good? A good score is 690 to 719. And then excellent is 720 to 850. Awesome. So really 
the range we want to be in, we would all strive for is to get above 690. If you're 700 or above 690 or above, you're at least good to excellent. And I'd recommend that you, well, we're all going to look, find out how to go look at those scores, understand what they are and build a very good credit score so that you can really help yourself create wealth. So what's the first category we're going to talk about, Ruthie? Payment history, which is 35% of your credit score. This is the most important factor in calculating your credit score. That's right. 35%, <laughs> a huge amount. This is important. So payment history, what, it, what does payment history sound like it is, Ruthie? A history of your payments. That's right. That's it's that simple. Very descriptive. How and what the biggest component that makes it up is are you paying your payments that are due on time? Right? It shows how you've paid your accounts over the length of your credit. The evidence of repayment is the primary reason why payment history makes up 35% of your score, and it's a major factor in the calculation. Here's what research shows. And research shows that your track record of payment tends to be the strongest predictor of the likelihood that you'll pay all debts as agreed to. So let me say, say that again. Research shows that your track rec record of payment, if you've paid things on time in the past, the likelihood that you're going to pay them in the future is much higher. That makes sense, doesn't it? If you haven't paid in the past, well, they don't think you're going to pay well in the future. And so what does that, what do you think that means? What should you do if you want to have a high score on your payment history? Um, pay in time. That's that simple. Pay things on time. We're going to talk about it. We're going to probably hear me say that a hundred times on this episode today, but that's the single uh, thing. But the types of accounts that are considered for credit, his, credit history, credit cards, Retail accounts from stores where you shop, like department store cards, installment loans, where you, where you have regular payments, like car loans, uh, finance company accounts, anything where were you financed, and then mortgage loans. So any of those things uh, are going to be included in your payment history. Doesn't typically include things like do you pay your water bill on time or your rent on time, unless somehow, some way they're reporting that to the credit reporting agencies. But again, just in good practice, if you have something and you owe it, pay it on time. All right. What's the next category? How is amount owed calculated? That's right. And what percentage does this make up, Ruthie? 30. 30%. Still another huge percentage. And it, it's 30% of your FICO score. And it, you know, FICO research has found that your level of debt, this is how much you owe, right? The amount of debt that you owe, that your level of debt is predictive of future credit performance because the amount owed typically impacts your ability to pay all your monthly obligations. So the more debt you have, the harder it is to pay it back. But don't worry, as, as you get older and longer in life, you're going to have more debt. You make more money, you have a stronger ability to pay. So it's not that you have debt that's bad. It's not having debt that's bad. It's having too much debt that's bad. All right. So they're going to look, there's five factors here that, that helps look at this. We're going to really delve into one, one, into one big one. So one is the amount owed on all accounts, the total amount that you owe. 
different types of accounts and it's good to have different types. You want different types of debt or credit. You want to have maybe a car loan and a credit card loan and maybe a mortgage payment. The more types and varied types of accounts you have, the better off you are. Again, this podcast is targeted to young professionals. So you may not have a lot. You may just have, you may not have a house or a condo that you've bought yet. You may just have the couple credit cards that we set up in the last episode. That's fine. Whatever you have, make sure you pay it on time like last time and be uh, thoughtful on that. Uh, How many accounts have balances? Again, too many accounts with owed can indicate high risk. You don't want balances on every single line of credit that you have available. But the big thing here, here's the biggest, it's your credit utilization ratio. Any idea what that is, Ruthie? (laughs) Credit utilization, what's that? Total debt divided by total credit. That's right. So what in layman's terms or in general terms, what does that mean? It shows what percent of available credit you are using. That's right. So it's your total debt divided by your total credit. So if you're say have a hundred dollars of credit and you're using $10 in debt, that'd be a 10% ratio. That'd be pretty good, right? I have a hundred dollars available to me. I've used 10, but if you have a hundred dollars of credit available and you're using a hundred dollars, all your credit has been used up. That would signify high risk because all your credit is used. You've maxed out your credit cards. That's a bad place to be. So your credit utilization is the percentage of credit that you have available to spend. And again, you want to use some of it. You don't want it at zero, but you don't want it anywhere near a hundred. So that's a very important score. And remember your FICO score, the only thing it's looking at, the only thing is your credit history, right? Your credit report. That's all it looks at. If it's not on your credit report, it's not in FICO. So that's why it's important to understand what's on there. So let's, let's just talk in big terms here. What are the things that can hurt your credit score, Ruthie? Late payments. That's right. Late payments. We talked about that. It's the biggest part. 35%. What else? Too much debt to credit your credit utilization percentage. That's what we just talked about. That's 30%. And what else? Lots of new requests for debt. That's right. If you're out there and you've asked for a lot, five new credit cards this month, that's going to hurt you because they're going to see if you're making too many requests for credit cards, you have the potential to max them all out. You could be a credit risk. So that's kind of what we talked about here in your credit score. What helps your credit score? Check and correct your credit report. That's right. We're going to talk about that. You want to check your credit report, know what's on it and fix any errors. They're not perfect. They're like anyone else. They can make mistake. Pay bills on time. That's right. Reduce the amount of debt you owe. That's right. If you've got too much debt, bring it down. Reduce the amount of debt and your debt or credit utilization percentage will improve. Pay off debt. Don't move it around. That's right. Pay it off. Don't move it with these credit cards, you know, tricks that some people try to move it from one credit card to another. Don't, don't play those games. Pay off debt. Don't move it. Don't open a bunch of new accounts too rapidly. Yep. Check your credit report frequently. That's right. 
and manage credit cards responsibly. We talked about that in our whole credit card you want series. You want to manage those respect or responsibly. That's an important thing. If you're taking care of your credit cards, managing them responsibly, you are going to have a good credit score. And what's important, another important point here, closing an account, if you close a credit card or you close a loan, you pay it off, that does not remove it from your credit history. It does not. That will stay on there as a reflection of what you've paid and what you've done. So don't, don't fall into the trap of thinking, oh, I'm just going to close this out and cancel this card. It'll disappear off my credit report or credit, you know, your credit history or your credit report. It doesn't. It will stay there. So, Ruthie, what's next? If I want to get a copy of my credit report, how do I do it? That's right. So, by law, you have access to these. So, there are some great government agencies that have made this much, much better so you can get a free credit report each year from the three credit reporting agencies. You can go online. This is, and what are the three agencies again, Ruthie? Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. That's right. You can go online. I'm not going to just go into detail on what to do. Google them, find them, and you can get uh, one credit report a year for free. Through the end of 2023, you can get one credit report per month. That's because of the COVID uh, 19 pandemic, but at the end of this year, you'll really be able to get one per year, but request one right now, take a look, see what's on there, or you can go to the annual credit report.com. And that that's a way there's a couple different ways to get them. Just Google. I want a free copy of my credit report. A bunch will come up. Don't pay for anything. They're free. Uh, and remember annual credit report.com is a great way to do it. How do I find out, find out what my credit score is? All right. So your credit score, your credit report, when you get them, they may not have your credit score on there. That's just your report of all the information and what's on there, your credit history. Your score is calculated separately. So there are a few ways. One, if you've got a credit card, almost all credit cards, if you're on the app now, and we did this the other day, didn't we, Ruthie, for mine? Mm -hmm. So if you go on the app, most of them, you can check your credit score because remember at the beginning of this, all the, everyone you have credit with, they can go in and continue to check your credit. So your credit card companies are doing it. They use it as a benefit to show you what your credit score is. So if you just go in, that's looking at your score, but that's a single three digit number. They're not going to give you a copy of your full report, but it's a good way to check what your number is and see it. But you can, uh, also go on and say, Hey, how do I, just Google how to get a copy of what your credit score is. Uh, most of them will have ways through Experian and all of them to get a copy of that. Uh, you can go to a credit, a credit score service or talk to a credit or housing counselor. But I think the easiest and best way, if you've set up a credit card, go through them, go on the app. Most of them has it uh, on there. Typically Experian, they add the credit score to their credit report. So if you go request your annual credit report for free, Experian should have your score on there. And the scores can be slightly different. They're not going to be materially different between the three credit agencies, but each one may have something uh, slightly different that they have in their scores that you'll see. 
So if you want to dispute it, Ruthie, what are you going to do? If you identify an error on your credit report, you should start by disputing that information with the credit reporting company, Experian, Equifax, or TransUnion. You should explain in writing what you think is wrong, why, and include copies of documents that support your dispute. That's right. So if they say, hey, you were late on this credit card payment, and you say, I was never late for that, or sometimes people have wrong information from someone else, maybe someone else's information with a similar name or a similar social security number is showing up on your credit report. You want to immediately take action. That's why it's important. Get your credit report, go through it in detail, see if there are any mistakes, and then contact them. Just Google Experian or Equifax or TransUnion and say, how do I dispute this? You want to, you're going to send it in writing, maybe through email or through mail, get it to them, keep copies of everything, and then make sure they make the correction. You want to follow this through and make sure that's done. This is an important step. It takes a little bit of time, but this can have a huge impact on your credit score and your, um, you know, what's on your credit report. You want to get it resolved. The sooner and more timely you correct things, the easier it is to get it fixed. When it's a year or two years later, it's very difficult to get that done. A credit freeze can help you, can protect you from identity theft. That's right. A credit freeze can help you. And this is a way where it's not going to protect people from reporting things inaccurately on your credit report, but it can prevent people from accessing your credit report or your credit score and opening credit cards in your name or doing malicious things, right? Credit and identity theft is a huge deal right now. It's free to put a freeze on there. Now, the, the downs, so what does a freeze do? If someone wants to go request your credit score, they can't do it. I just, I have mine frozen and I went and recently purchased a new car and they wanted to pull my credit score. Well, they couldn't get it because I have a freeze on there, but I just go on. I keep my username and password for those. You have to do it with all three uh, credit reporting agencies. It takes five minutes. You do it online. It's very, very easy but then people can't get your information or open credit cards or buy cars in your name. You will not believe how often that stuff happens, but all you need to do is it's called thawing. You just go in, you click a button and say, I want to thaw it for 48 hours. And then for the next two days, people can pull your credit report. And then after it'll go frozen again, it's a very simple, easy way. It's free and simple to implement a great way to protect you. So, just in summary, we've talked a lot about credit, credit reports, credit scores. Any comments or thoughts you have on that topic, Ruthie, as we wrap up? I didn't know it was that easy to unfreeze. <laughs> it is easy. Or freeze. I know. And it's pretty neat. We haven't done it for you, but we may want to look at doing it. That way, other people can't get access to it. It's uh, it's it's an epidemic here, I think, in the U.S., and anything we can do to protect our identity. This is an easy way. The government has made it easier to do. There's no charge. It's free and takes just a couple minutes. Let's wrap up. We pulled up, a, we did some research on lines. There's an article out there on, hey, it, it, this is just really a summary of what we've gone over. 
but a few steps and how you can repair your credit or how to get good credit. Let's go through these as just a wrap up for this episode, Ruthie. Check on your credit report. That's right. Number one, what do you want to do? Check. We just talked about this. Pull your credit report, go through it, make sure everything's accurate. Dispute credit report errors. That's right. If there's an error, go dispute it. So you can dispute errors online, by mail, by phone, through all three of them. They all have their own dispute process. Um, and the better information and documentation you have, the better off that it's going to get reversed. Bring past due accounts current. That's right. If you've been paying late or things are past due, bring them current. Remember, that's 35% of your total score. Bring past due accounts current. Set up auto pay. Absolutely. Set up. This is part of Ramit's 101, right? Set up auto pay, automate everything we possibly can so that you, what do you think the benefit of auto pay is? What do you think? Why, why would, why do we want to automate things? It's less work for us. It's less work, but what does it prevent? Um, What's the number one thing? Late payments. That's exactly right. Late payments. If it's automated, you're not going to forget. It's not going to get lost in the mail. You're not going to be out of town and, Hey, I forgot to pay this one or that one. Set up auto payments for everything. All right. What's the next one? Maintain a low credit utilization rate. That's right. It's 30% of our credit score. So, you know, those are the two things we want to focus on, right? Those two things, low credit utilization rate will help your overall credit score. Pay off debt. That's right. The pay off debt applies exactly to the last one. If you've got too much debt and it's out there, pay it off. It's going to improve your credit utilization score, and it's going to show a history, right? This is also to, to your payment history. It's going to show a history that you pay off your obligations. And lastly, avoid applying for new credit. That's right. You don't want to be applying for too much credit. If Look, if you actually need something, you got to buy a new car like I had to, or you need uh, something and you need to do it on credit, well, by all means, do it. But don't go apply for five new credit cards at the same time. Be judicious and thoughtful about what credit you're applying for. Well, look, I really enjoyed this. I learned a couple things going through this on uh, on credit and credit reports. Ruthie, I hope you jo enjoyed it as well. Next week, we're going to talk about the banks. What accounts you should have and how to organize them for financial success. That's right. So thank you for joining us on Lessons with Dad, and we'll see you next week.